0: Welcome to the Abundance Hub podcast. My name is Jessica Shembri. As an empowerment coach, mentor, and speaker, I'm dedicated to helping people learn how to live authentically in alignment with their values. I truly believe that everyone is capable of greatness. If you are looking for an honest and refreshingly down to earth podcast that can help you become the best version of yourself, you have come to the right place. Think of this podcast as your go-to weekly dose of mindset development. Get ready to feel empowered because the tools and strategies I'm sharing will absolutely change the way you think. Please visit theabundancehub.com to read more about my offerings and subscribe to receive a free gift straight to your inbox. Thank you so much for pushing play today. Let's begin. Hey guys, welcome to episode number 44 of the Abundance Hub podcast, my first ever recording for the new decade for 2020. I really, really appreciate you being here and I really hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I didn't record last Sunday's episode, which would have been the last episode ever for 2019. And if you were following along on my social media, you would have seen the reason for that, which was because number one, I was taking some time to be present with my family and, and just really enjoying my life. I don't pre-record these all the time. So there wasn't something, you know, that I, that I had in, in my back pocket ready to go. But second to that, I had put a ton of pressure on myself in terms of creating a podcast that was going to be incredible for the end of the year. You know, all of the lessons I'd learned, something really, really profound. And I put so much pressure on myself around it that I felt like I had come to a point where I was faulting or faltering because I didn't want to let myself down by not bringing you this like incredible, profound 30 to 40 minutes of my, of all my knowledge. Um, And so what happened in the end? I didn't, I didn't do it at all. (laughs) And so I skipped a week because of that. And I must say, I really, really missed recording for you guys. And it's kind of interesting because within, within the last, well, it's, it's all been happening for a while here, but if you guys are tuning in for the first time, I am here in Australia. And in Australia, at the moment, we have an absolute crisis on our hands. It's, um, It's something that definitely needs to be spoken about to a point, but I want you to hang in there with this one because I'm not here just to talk about the fires, um, but I am here to raise a little bit of awareness and give you a little bit of perspective around what's happening on our end of the planet if you are tuning in from somewhere else. But if you're in Australia, you know that at the moment we have an absolute, absolute crisis on our hands over 12 million hectares. 12 million acres of land have burnt already in Australia, which I think is equating to over half of our of our of our country is in flames. Um, half a billion 500 million animals have died as a result of these fires and um, the coverage, the news coverage, the I suppose the awareness of what's been happening has been raised a lot, especially in the last week, these fires started out here, there, and everywhere. Um, Gosh, it would have been maybe two months ago now, maybe three months ago. Gosh, it seems like it's just, it's just been a a bit of a blur in terms of how long this has been going on and how we, what we really, what we really class it as. But I myself don't watch news. So I, or don't, don't watch news daily. I'm aware of what happens in the world, but I definitely don't tune into news on the television. I hardly listen to the radio. I rely heavily on social media to inform me on things. I use that as my way to connect with what's happening. But I have to admit I was, I had my head under the sand for a little bit in terms of the severity of what was happening. And in the last probably five to seven days, things have become in my from my impression, in the last five to seven days. So since just after Christmas and Boxing Day, things really be- have come to a head, things have come to a front. There has been a huge, huge, um, huge focus on social media, especially around people rallying and getting things happening for for um, raising money and for creating... You know, huge, huge help for the people that are suffering. It's it's been a really, really interesting time because there's a lot of statistics coming out. Um, I hope you guys can understand. This is a really hard subject for me to talk about. It's something I um, last night, like I actually shed tears. You know, for, for more than once, I've I've shed tears, but last night I found it. I found it really difficult. I was just. I was sitting here in my, you know, in my lovely home with my beautiful family. And I started to feel this overwhelming sense of guilt almost in terms of how we show up around in this time when there is so much tragedy. Um, So anyway, social media has been a really great tool at this time. And Overnight, Celeste Barber, who, if you don't know Celeste, you need to go and search her on Instagram. If, if you don't know Celeste, I wonder what's been going on for you. (laughs) Social media is a beautiful thing. And Celeste is an, is a fellow Aussie who has absolutely taken the world by storm in terms of, um, in terms of being an, an actor and a comedian. Um, and actually taking the piss out of models in the best way possible. Absolutely love it. But she overnight, or in a a day or two, pretty much raised or helped to collectively raise over $15 million. And that has been phenomenal. And I'm sure there are many, many more, many, many more um, stories like that out there. But social media has been a really good place in terms of People with power, people with following, being able to raise money and help Australia and help us rebuild and help the devastation start slowing down and stopping and reversing it and repairing it. Um, it's interesting because I saw something. You know, I we always put put in comparison when we start to talk about tragedies, but when Notre Dame in France, um, burnt, there was $650 million raised in 24 hours, which is really awesome. But that was for a building. Now this is for a nation. This is for a nation of people and it is, it's gut wrenching. Like it really does make me want to cry because you just think about there's so much that isn't getting shown. You know, there's a couple of really key photos at the moment that are coming out that are really quite, really confronting. You know, there's a, there's a picture of a a kangaroo that's been just burnt to a crisp on a gate, um, of little, beautiful little children holding koalas and with gas masks or face masks on. And I mean, we are not seeing anything, in terms of the level of devastation because you're not going to be shown you know reporting is all about is all about getting us the facts and and yes I mean it's just like war I really do I do I do amount this or I do kind of connect this and go this is literally like a war zone I think this is probably one of the closest things we will ever experience close, close to the feeling of war, the feeling of loss and desperation. I actually think it's incredibly lucky that not that I think it's 18 people have passed so far. And I feel like we're getting away really. Um, I mean, not to discount the people that have passed away, but I feel like that's a low number of people to pass considering the devastation that's come across the country. But obviously these people are, you know, the 18 beautiful souls that we've had to lose in this time. It's just not good enough. It's not okay. And it does, it causes us all to have really heavy hearts. And I know that for me, I spent a really large part of the last week having a really nice time with my family and being present with my children and enjoying time with them, spending time with family and celebrating birthdays and doing lots of things and laughing a lot and laying in the sunshine and doing lots of things. But when you do tap back into reality and you do tap back into what's happening in the world, it's really, really difficult to feel good at times. It's really difficult to to want to pep up. And I came today to really talk to you about the fact that At this time, it is really, really okay to still feel joy. If you are, if you are in a safe place in Australia, and there are still a lot of safe places to be in Australia, um, it is okay for us to feel joy and it is okay for us to live our life. Now there is, going to be an overwhelming sense of guilt that is going to come over some of us. I have had it come into my life in sweeping, I suppose in waves throughout the last week or so where I've just gone, wow, I just spent how much on my holiday or I shouldn't have been having so much fun when people are dying. And you know." And then all these pictures come out and you just start to think, oh my God, like, what can I do? And having an overwhelming sense of guilt in my opinion is not the answer it's it's not it's not the answer to just sit at your in your house and feel guilty and feel bad it is okay to feel emotion and it is okay to you know to to feel through and feel the pain of others but at the same time there is definitely a lot to be said for a collective of energy being risen around this time So it really is okay for people to feel joy and to smile and to enjoy their families and really have give themselves that permission to live, to live their life right now to the fullest, even though devastation is happening. And I am not here to, to make any comments politically, any comments on anything. I definitely feel that There are a lot of people blaming and there are a lot of, there is a lot of really valid things coming up at the moment in terms of what is being done, is enough being done, can we do more, all of these different things. But in the end, Australia is burning, we need to help each other, but we also need to be really realistic around the fact that it is okay to live and to feel joy at this time. It is okay to do that. Um, we don't need to play the blame game right now. Um, politics can wait. You know that's something that can really, really wait. What we need to do right now is, I believe, and this is my this is my suggestion for you, is ask yourself a few questions. Ask yourself, is there a way I can help? Now, there um there was a national there was a a thread going around that was about an international prayer time. I think it was, um, to pray for a certain amount of minutes all at the same time around the world. And when, when we, um, when we receive things like this, it's so, so easy just to ignore them. It's so easy just to be like, oh, well prayer, what's that going to do? You know, a collective prayer for Australia. Um, there is, there is a lot of, uh, it was a three minute prayer. That's right. Or intention, intention setting prayer session. Now we have we have the opportunity to partake in whatever we so wish to do when it comes to what's happening right now, the crisis that's happening. My opinion is that we need to stop feeling guilty, number one. We need to give ourselves permission to live and feel joy and, and raise the energy and the vibration if we can. But the second thing is, is that we need to ask ourselves, a couple of good quality questions and we need to say, well, yes, I'm feeling this way. Yes, this is hard, but what is it that I can do right now to help? Obviously the first thing that you're thinking is donate, donate, donate. Now we have a, we have so many different ways that we can donate. We can donate our time. We can go and give some things, give, give help in ways of food banks and sending fresh water and things. So we can donate by physically buying things, taking them to drop off points. We can donate time. We can travel and go to those places. Those are, those are things that are possible for us to do. The truth is most of us still have lives to live. If we're not being affected by the, by the fires, a lot of us have lives to live, businesses to run. I know that for me, I felt this, you know, this sense of like, is it really okay for me to be promoting things for my business and for my livelihood when all this devastation is happening? And the truth is, in my opinion, yes, it is. It is okay for people to be talking about their offerings, talking about what they've worked hard for, talking about what still is happening for a lot of people in Australia, which is regular day-to-day life that's really, really important. But I had this moment or this quite a few moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't feel okay promoting these things. I don't feel okay talking about that because we have this heavy heart and we have this overwhelming sense of, of pain and this, this weight, this cloud literally hanging over the heads of Australians at the moment. And it's really difficult. You know, it's really, really hard I would love to see more celebrities. I don't follow a lot of them, so I should probably start, but I would love to see more celebrities internationally getting on board with this and really like pouring money and resources into the fires. But I'm not here to talk about that today. I just felt like I needed to have a little bit of a say on it. But guys, even a dollar, even donating a dollar is going to make an impact. I spoke about this on my social media The other day, and I I mentioned, you know, if you've indulged in something this week over Christmas, over New Year's, if you've indulged at all, I encourage you to maybe swap out one of your indulgences this week. And whether that is the takeaway food, or the bottle of wine, or the takeaway coffee, or going out to dinner, or buying yourself a new outfit, or having your nails done, or whatever it may be for you, um, if you could possibly swap out one or two of those indulgences and instead donate that money that would be, that would make a difference because if we all did it then change will start to happen, people will start to get more help. There are so many things that we just don't comprehend that has, that will have to happen in order. This is a very long game and, and this isn't something that we just donate once for, and then it all goes, it all gets better. This is something that we're going to be dealing with for probably the next decade. You know, this is, this is a and now I feel the tears coming, but, you know, this is a serious thing for our children. Our country is being burnt to the ground. Our our landscape, our countryside, our wildlife species are being knocked out. This is so serious. This is serious for our children. And um, and so I really do urge you guys to just ask yourself, like, where, it, what is the way that I can help? And whether that is just meditating or praying for three minutes, whether you're doing something to raise your energetic levels, something to help educate, educate yourself, number one, educate the people and the kids around you. And then it comes to time and money. And I really want you guys to focus on doing this with the long game in mind. So don't just think, well, this week I'm going to donate $100 or $50 or $1,000 I mean, please do, but I want you to have the long game in mind because this issue isn't going away anytime soon. The rebuilding of the of the land and all the things that are going to come is going to be something that we will be dealing with for so many years to come, um, and something that's going to affect our industries a lot. But I really do want to give you guys um, some really constructive and some really beautiful things to, to leave you with on this podcast as well. Now, in the show notes, I'm going to put some simple resources, a place you can go. Obviously, it's not hard to find where to donate. At this point in time, I don't think that any donation is going to be one that's negative. In the past, I've always been very, very passionate about donating to absolute non-for-profit organizations, making sure you know where your money's going, making sure you're seeing what's happening with the money. But the truth is that this is such a crisis and just even giving the fireies enough fire masks to fight with right now is an issue. It's crazy. So don't waste time wondering, where you can go and do and have make impact, just make the impact and do it as, as, as quickly as possible. Sharing things on social media is great. I'm never going to ever just, um, discourage anybody from sharing and raising awareness, but make sure that you match the feelings and the the words that you express over there on your social pages with the action that you're taking. Um, now, if you can't donate money, if you're in one, in a point where you absolutely can't, then of course there are other ways you can help. Time is one. Um, like I mentioned before, there was, there was talk of the international or, or national prayer time. Now, this is something that a lot of people probably think, well, Jess, is it really going to help? Like, what the fuck is prayer going to do right now? But the truth is, is that when it comes to energy flow, when it comes to vibrational energy, when it comes to manifestation, where your thoughts go, your future goes. And so if we sit here and we literally just put our heads in the sand and do nothing, feel like everything's in a state of despair, then it's likely that that will, that will bring down the energy flow of Australia if we change that around and we know about quantum physics and we know that we are all just bodies of light, we are all just atoms, we're all here existing as one, if we collectively raise the vibration and better ourselves, better the people around us, better the energy flow, better the vibration, it's it's very likely that it will help because there is a point where we're, we're allowed to go through where we feel guilt. We feel guilt. I feel, I feel huge guilt the other day. I'm laying in my bedroom, and my bedroom's huge. Like, I could probably sleep 15 people in my bedroom if I had to. I'm in this beautiful home. I have got water views, and it's this you get this sense of guilt for a moment. But then I asked myself, Jess, how is this serving you to feel guilty? what serves me more is putting my time into getting a message out there. What serves me more is working harder to raise the vibration of the people around me to help more people have clarity, vision, and purpose in this world. Those things are going to serve me way more than feeling guilty that my house isn't burning down too. right? <laughs> it sounds crazy, but we really do need to give ourselves permission to feel happy to feel joy, to smile, even when we feel this deep sense of weight on our shoulders. Because feeling a feeling, feeling weight on our shoulders, but taking no action is really getting us nowhere. It's actually taking us further away from what we're here to do as a collective. And as a collective, we're here to do a few things. We're here to number one, as fires, devastation, tragedy aside, as a collective, we are here on this world. In the, we are here in this world to exchange judgment and comparison, to leave those things at the door, and to exchange them for compassion and kindness. To raise the vibration of our planet, of our city, of our homes, and to really take ownership and a hundred percent responsibility for where we're at, what we're feeling, and where we're going into this new decade, into this new week, into this new day. So I would really love to give you guys some constructive stuff for 2020. I was going to do this huge podcast on all of my biggest lessons and some really, really beautiful things, but I figured I'm just going to talk off the cuff today on what I feel is super important. And as the weeks roll out for the next in the next year and the next decade i can't wait to really bring you guys some some beautiful podcasts and some things that hopefully really touch your heart and that really really help you become a better version of yourself because we don't just listen to podcasts to feel good we listen to them to become a better better people we listen to them to to hopefully come out the other end of the week going i learned something this week i I am able to move into this space, this space in my home and in my city, in this world with a better vibration, with a better light, with a better energy. I recently listened to a podcast with Jay Shetty and Khloe Kardashian, and it was a really beautiful and simple podcast. And the message was really clear. It was really about understanding. And I've, I've done a podcast on this in the past, that we're all going through something we are all going through something. And so kindness and compassion are really the only ways forward moving into this decade, into this year. I truly, truly believe that. But it's easy to talk about kindness and compassion, but it's so often really hard to tap into what that means. So I want to give you a few things that I'm moving into 2020 with and and there's some things that have been in my mission statement for a while. And there's some things that I've found to be really, really powerful things that have been able to pivot me towards new levels of of self-worth, of greatness, of, of growth, of business development. And these things are really, really simple. So I'm going to start. I feel it's so weird. I just I'm sure you guys can sense (laughs) by the tone of my voice, it's, I'm actually recording this super, super early in the morning as well. So I'm trying not to wake my kids up, but I just feel heavy at the moment. I feel heavy and I'm going to shift it, but I feel heavy around what's happening, but I know that that's not going to serve the, the greater good. So I really want to give you guys some positive and really beautiful thought processes to leave you with today. And I don't just want this to be about new year, new you, what you can do this year, what you can do in the new decade. But it is going to be a little bit because the thing is, guys, is we we are so blessed right now. We live in an age, an information age where there is so much information out there for us to consume. And if you do listen to lots of podcasts, if you do listen and read lots of books and um listen to listen to audiobooks and and take time to develop yourself personally you know that there are some core messages that a lot of people are talking about right now and one of them one of the biggest core messages is healing your trauma be, becoming trigger proof healing trauma getting over the things that happened when you were younger working through them healing and loving that inner child within you and seeing other people in the same light you see yourself. And this is one of the biggest most beautiful things that I do with my clients that I work with at ret- with people at retreat and that I study relentlessly is really working with people and understanding why is it why is it that we that we f- that we really judge other people? Why is it that we have play the comparison game? Why is it that we can't leave judgment and comparison at the door? Why can't we do that? Why is it so difficult? And the, the simple answer, guys, is that the reason we judge other people and the reason we compare ourselves to other people and the reason we don't have open hearts that flow where we see and we only see people with in a state of love, in a state of kindness, in a state of compassion, where we don't need to beep our horns like crazy people at other people on the road, where we don't need to feel angry for what's happening around us. The only way we get to that point is when we stop judging ourselves, is when we stop comparing ourselves to other people, when we stop playing the victim, when we stop telling ourselves other people have things better than us, when we stop doing all of that, the world opens up. Opportunity opens up. Your ability to receive love opens up. The minute you leave judgment and comparison at the door, everything opens up. When you exchange judgment and comparison for love, kindness, and compassion, true, proper, not not half-assed, but proper love kindness and compassion. When you see people as little kids, as children, as innocent people, as people with, with fragile little hearts and souls, when you see people like that, and more importantly, when you are able to see yourself that way, oh man, it's the most freeing and enlightening and groundbreaking thing that you will ever do for yourself. Now, once you do that, once you are able to break down those barriers, judgment is horrible. Judgment's a terrible thing. When you sit there and you scrutinize your body, you scrutinize the way you show up. You scrutinize what you've done. You tell yourself you're a bad parent or a bad wife, bad employee. You don't make enough money. Whatever you whatever you tell yourself, you judge yourself like that instead of just loving yourself, looking in the mirror with, with kindness, being compassionate when you make mistakes It's so freeing when you get to that point, but when you're able to do that for yourself, when you're able to get to that point where you just, you're just kind to yourself, when you just love yourself, when you, when you have this energy that just flows through you, you start to be able to take ownership for the way you behave. You start to be able to really take one step forward every single day towards a bigger, better life. And when I say bigger and better, I don't just mean things and earnings. I mean this sense of okayness within yourself, the sense of feeling clear, feeling free, having flow. It is unbelievable when you understand what that feels like. Now, I'm just going to touch back on on the tragedies that happen around the world a little bit. I felt like this was going to be a short podcast, and I'm I'm wrong. (laughs) When we have things happen in the world, like tragedies, when we have things happen in our little lives that we perceive as tragedy, what we need to understand is that there is there is a rhyme and a reason. There is everything happens for a reason. There is duality in the world. Yes, there's a lot of tragedy happening right now. There's there's crisis. I guarantee you without a shadow of a doubt i don't care what anyone says i guarantee you that equal to the to the crisis and the tragedy and the loss that we are experiencing right now we will have an equal and opposite duality come into the world there will be an equal amount of joy pleasure intense intense happiness intense abundance there will it will come to fruition it will come in so many different shapes and forms, but you can be part of that, that flip side. You can be part of exchanging what's going on right now for happiness, kindness, compassion, for seeing people as they really are. Because when we are living in, when we are going through tragedy at any, at any stage in life, we lose a loved one, We feel like our world is caving in around us. We feel very ungrateful. We can play comparison. Gosh, comparison's a fucking killer. Um, When we do that, it just lowers the vibration of the whole planet, not just our own little world. But when we grow, when when we do the work on ourselves that's required, when we delve deep into what the fuck is actually happening for us, when we understand how did we get here? How did this all happen? Why am I the way I am? And how do I change? How do I shift? How do I move into a version of me that's absolutely going to emulate light, that's going to spread joy, that's going to be the energy in the room that I want it to be? When we do that, when we're able to do that, what we get to is we get to a point where we understand duality. We understand that, you know, war and peace go hand in hand light and day light and dark night and day happiness and sadness hot and cold up and down it's it's all duality right and so we we have faith that around the corner something brilliant and beautiful is going to happen and it's the same when we think about the fires when we think about the devastation the same attitude can be adopted with that as it can with Every little thing that happens to you, for you, that you believe is happening for you, against you, when it in fact is all happening for you, hundred, 100,000%. So I really, 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 really want to encourage you guys to take time this next week, month, year, to do something to start investing in, in yourself and to start understanding this stuff. There are so many people out there. Of course, I want you to come and work with me. I want you to attend my retreats. I want you to learn from my nine weeks coaching modules. I want you to buy my Epic Over Mediocre program. I want you to coach with me one-on-one. But there are so many beautiful people out there that you can tap into. But make sure that the person that you trust to help you get to this point of overwhelming clarity, and lightness and high vibration. Make sure the person that you're going to trust that is going to help guide you on this journey is someone who you see as having a good amount of life experience, a good amount of honesty and vulnerability, a good amount of care for what they're doing. And make sure you know that when you go and invest with somebody, you don't just dip your toe in You say, This is my time. I need to start shining. It is important, not just for me, not just for my kids, my partner, my parents, my siblings, my little family unit, not just important for my workplace, but this is important work we all need to be doing on a large scale. And that's what I really loved about this podcast I listened to the other day with Jay Shetty and Chloe Kardashian. The the ideas that get spoken about these days are all very, very similar. Morning routine is something she speaks about hugely. It's something that I speak about a lot and it's so important. It's actually easy to learn the tools of the most successful people. The problem is without healing the trauma, without getting deep and understanding what what got said when you were five years old, six years old, two years old, that's been holding you back for the last 30 years, 40 years, 50 years. Since when and how did we get into this state of comparison and judgment? We need to understand that and able to work through it. What happens then as a result is we are able to start taking complete, beautiful ownership for our, for our shit, ownership and responsibility is the next level of personal growth. So once we get rid of our comparison and our judgment and we start to clear out those traumas and we start to understand why we are the way we are, we start being more kind and compassionate, then we start to take ownership and responsibility for who we are, where we're at, what our financial situation is, why people around us are mirroring back to us the fucked up shit we're thinking in our own heads. Because trust me, if you think everyone around you's fucked and you're not, you're wrong because the world mirrors to us exactly how we are. The world mirrors to us exactly how we show up. So the more beauty you see, the more beautiful and internally happy you will be because it only reflects back to what you, what you put out there. So taking ownership and responsibility is something I would love for you guys to write down. And I would love for you guys to really embrace this year, this decade. I want you guys to save more money and save, take more time, save more money and take more time. So I want you guys to say to yourselves this year, how do I save a dollar a day? Can I do $2 a day? Can I do $5 a day? Is there a smart and intelligent way I can really get to a saving goal by the end of this year? Because having savings is one of the most freeing things you will ever do for yourself. It will make you feel much better than buying takeaway coffee every day. It will make you feel much better than your short-term satisfaction stuff. Trust me, when we look at this world in these crisis step points, if, if we had savings, we could make more of an impact. If we had savings, we could have more freedom and flexibility. So I really encourage you to take ownership and responsibility for where you're at and save more money this year save more money this decade. Do not put your head in the sand around the fact that you need to start making sure you are safe and secure and that you have flexibility and freedom within your income and within the strategies you are adopting. Now, if your strategy right now is to not save, to put your head in the sand, I encourage you to come and talk to me. Invest time into loving every part of yourself. This is super important and something I really wanted to share with you guys. Again, this comes back to leaving judgment and comparison at the door, but investing time into loving every part of yourself. If you haven't done this this year, I would love you to take the time to do this. It's a five minute exercise that can start to unlock love that you didn't know existed. I've got so many parts, physical parts of my body that I'd used to not love. The freckles and moles on my arms, the scars under my breasts from when I had a reduction, breast reduction, the flobby tummy that I have probably because I love eating pizza and drinking wine and have two kids and I used to not love it. The inner thigh jiggle, the freckles on my face, the hair that wasn't thick enough, Whatever it may be, I'm sure we all have something, right? Invest time into taking time to start looking at yourself and realizing that you are a human being that has been given the gift to live on this earth. It's super cool. And that you're actually perfect just the way you are. Because when you start to love the physical parts of yourself, start to scan your body and say, where's those parts I don't, I don't really love? And how am I going to love them? how am i going to look for what what those parts created or what they sh- what they represent i choose to love my freckles and i choose to be so thankful for the skin i'm in because it's actually fabulous that i'm here as a person living as a human on this earth experiencing the most beauty most the most beautiful things every single day so taking time to do that is as simple as sitting down closing your eyes and visually, mentally scanning and picturing your body and deciding to love the parts that you don't believe you love. Now, again, where your thoughts go, your future goes. So even just the simple process of thinking about loving it will start to change your physiology. will start to change and break those neural pathways. We'll start to help you have more self-love and self-worth. Deeper to that though, invest time into loving every part of yourself, the parts that of your personality that you haven't yet shifted and changed or evolved out of. Because when you're hard on yourself, you're hard on others. When you're hard on yourself, your vibration lowers, your energy level lowers, the flow lowers. Living in a beautiful state is not possible when you don't invest time into loving every part of yourself. I, for example, can tend to be a little bit brash, can tend to say things before I speak, before I think. I can, I can respond negatively really quickly. I can judge people quickly. Um, I can snap and I've, I've learned to change those behaviors slowly and surely I am, but I also have learned to be okay with the fact that who I am is actually okay. Um, it doesn't excuse behavior. It doesn't excuse taking ownership and responsibility, but loving me just as I am. And also loving the fact that I know I can change and evolve is a beautiful state to be in. And my final message for you guys today is care more about what matters, care more about the stuff that matters than the things that don't. And so what matters the most to you is going to be different to other people, but there is an underlying theme in this world about what really matters And that is back to where I began, which is kindness and compassion, which is awareness, taking ownership, responsibility, leaving judgment at the door, not comparing yourself to other people. What matters is being present with the people around you, stepping out of your comfort zone, smiling more, giving yourself permission to feel joy, being okay with having fun, being okay with laughing so hard you want to pee your pants. Being okay with loving the fuck out of yourself and everyone around you. Being okay with downtime. Being okay with working hard. Caring about what matters. Educating yourself. Because this next decade, I do, I get a bit teary, but this next decade is one that is going to be a wild ride. It's going to be crazy. It's going to give you opportunity beyond your wildest dreams if you choose to care about the things that matter. I've said this before, and this isn't just, this isn't just what doesn't matter, but scrolling social media does not matter unless you are really getting educated and learning and changing things and moving forward. Wearing copious amounts of makeup, um, Keeping up with the Joneses; these things don't matter. What matters is how you show up in your day-to-day life, is how, the impact you make. It's the purpose you have. It's how to live passionately and purposely, how to live inspired, how to learning how to love and how to be present and how to be a beautiful person is really what matters. And raising your level of intelligence to something a bit bit more than what you currently have. It's so possible. You've just done it by listening to a podcast. You do it by reading books. We do it by scheduling time. We do it by intentionally living this year out. Now, of course, I'm going to tell you something and I'm, I'm going to tell you this because I don't have sponsored posts on this podcast. My Epic Over Mediocre program is incredible. Now, thousands of you listen to this podcast and it's It's selling right now for $99. It's worth $3.99. And the first week alone will give you the tools and give you six really unique ideas on how to change the state of your wellness. And that's not just physical wellness. That's mental mental wellness. It's going to give you the tools to take six unique ideas in two month blocks and change the whole landscape of the year ahead. It's so simple, yet it's so powerful. And it's not concepts that I've spoken about prior. It's it's more fresh concepts. It's things that go a little bit deeper. And it's concepts that I'd really love for you to know and to, to hear and to really just take on board. Sometimes when we listen to podcasts, we really do take them with a grain of salt because we didn't have to invest. So investing in yourself, even just a small amount of money, $99, is something that will absolutely change the landscape of your 2020 and the decade ahead because these, these principles around wellness are things that if you do them, if you follow the advice, if you take it on board, you can change the length of your life. You can, you can extend your lifespan as a result. You can create happier, healthier homes you can create a physically strong mindset. And in every single area of your life, I talk, I have a whole area on your relationships, your relationships with self, your sexuality, your partners. I have a whole area on finances. I have areas on what we eat, and how we show up and train and do those things. But the concepts and the ideas and the way that I've set it out is something super unique. It's something that a lot of people are not seeing right now. It's not an eight week challenge it's a, it's a bigger, broader spectrum look at how you intend to not only step through this year, but the, the next decade coming the next 20 or 30 years of your life. How do you intend to step through that? Cause that's the real question. That's the real important question because how you show up in this next few months in this next year will determine the next 10 years for you. It's always how it goes, right? Because we can, we can keep coasting or we can start flying and shining and excelling. So I encourage you guys to go and check that out. I'm going to update all of my websites because I have a new fresh website now. I'm so excited. My new website is jessicashambry.com.au. My podcast, The Abundance Hub, which is what you're listening to right now. I'm so thrilled to bring this to you every week moving forward into 2020. My new website is going to get really juicy really soon. (laughs) I can't wait for you guys to check it out thank you again for all of your support so far. I love doing this. I love sharing with you guys, and I appreciate all the positive feedback that you continually give me. The love and the vibration and the energy that you guys provide to me is absolutely deeply appreciated. I can't thank you enough. And I just, I just want to say, I love you guys heaps. I really, really do. I really love you guys. I love the energy that you bring to to my world. And I hope that I equally bring that to yours. Have a beautiful, beautiful day. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Abundance Hub podcast. Please screenshot and share it with your friends because living abundantly means sharing things you love with the people around you. If you post on social media, make sure you use hashtag #TheAbundanceHub. And if you'd like to help us, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. It really helps me get the message out to more people. Congratulations on taking time to invest in yourself today.